The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. So tell us about you, first of all. Good. Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm a software engineer. I studied biology computer science, and I've been working in emerging tech and young entrepreneurship my entire career. And my, I made my way into politics. And, you know, I strongly believe that we need to be expanding STEM programs for Americans, including those geared towards women in tech. Um, and, I'm, you know, I'm running on a message to expand opportunities to be a voice for my generation in Congress. It's important, you know, from a young age that we get more people involved in growing um, the business and technology sector. Okay, so let me understand this right. You have a dual degree in biology and computer science. You've been working as a software engineer. You speak four languages and you said, you know what, politics, I really want to be in Congress. That is really dumbing it down for you, Naomi. That is, (laughs) why would you want to do such a thing? You know, it's kind of funny the way, I, you know, everything in my life kind of culminated to this point. I am um, been increasingly more involved in the community where I live on the Upper West Side of New York. Um, and I've been part of pro-Israel organizations my entire life. And, you know, Israel ad- advocacy, you know, I believe that we need to strong, stay, America needs to be a strong supporter of our important allies in the Middle East. And, um and I found out that in 2015, Jerry Nadler, my opponent, he championed the Iran nuclear deal in what was seen as a betrayal to his constituents. I mean, it's the most Jewish district in the country. Um, and, and I decided that we need to do something about it. I became an activist and, you know, I just got more and more involved. And, uh, and that, that's basically my path to how I got here. So uh, are you Jewish? I am. Okay. Yeah. Why is it the Jewish community in America, so many Jews in America just automatically align themselves with people on the left and the Democrat Party? What What is going on? I've never fully understood that. That's a great question. So I think that there's, there's a Jewish value of helping those who are underprivileged in our society. And I think that the Democrats kind of embody this value. But of course, it's been... Um, distorted because, you know, they subsidize a certain way of life, which encourages it. Right. Mm. So, um, so it's not entirely a genuine effort. And, and I think, but I think that, you know, a lot of Jews are drawn to that idea. And, and these days, the democratic party, which is moving more to the left, um, it's giving in to kind of the far left, which is, you know, telling us to abandon Israel. Uh, and, you know, my opponent has fallen for that as well. And, um, and, and they, they're taking their Jewish base for granted. They mm. think that they're going to stick to them regardless because of these values. So do you think you can convince the people of New York's tent? You said that's the Upper West Side of Manhattan? Absolutely. I mean, there's no better time that I could be running because we're seeing that more and more young people aren't interested in electing career politicians. And actually, we had a poll done, and I got results yesterday. Um, the question, we posed a question whether you would like Jerry Nadler to get reelected or whether you think it's time for someone new. And more than half said that it was time for someone new. This was a random sampling of people in the district. Well, I think you got, you're, you're certainly in the right arena as far as that goes, because left or right, people are, people are fed up. They're frustrated with D.C. I mean, when you look at... When you really pull back and you take your individual opinions and party affiliation or values out and just say, look at what they're doing. 
they really are just trying to keep jobs. That's all they're doing. I mean, they're, they, um, they are each other's Washington generals, the team that used to travel with the Harlem Globetrotters just so they could beat up on them. I mean, that's, they, they know this. It's like honor among themes. It's like, all right, I'm going to come out and badmouth you, and then you say this. They know the dance. So isn't that one of our priorities, left and right, something we should target? Yeah, and you know, I really think we should shift our focus to talking about policies and not partisan politics. And you know, that's one thing I want to do. I want to have a relationship with the congressional majority and with the administration to get the people of my district what they need. And my opponent, of course, is overly partisan. I mean, he doesn't have those relationships, and you know, he focuses on on partisan issues only and appealing to the far left of his base. And we need to break that cycle. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right there. So what do you what else do you bring to the table from a platform uh, standpoint? Uh, you're younger. You've uh, focused on science and technology so far in your in your career. Um, what else are you going to bring to the table to work on what, or, or, or focus on rather? What are you going to focus on if you get elected? Sure. Yeah. So I isolated three practical common sense goals. One is to secure policies that keep our city and our country safe a priority being a sound foreign policy to prevent the Iranian regime from becoming a nuclear power. Um, you know, unlike my opponent, who's been lukewarm with our friends in the world and complacent with our enemies, we should have unwavering support for America's strongest allies, such as Israel. And then and my second point is education. We need to be providing the best educational opportunity for our children, and we need to be expanding charter school programs that work. Um, you know, we found that school choice is really the best system we've found so far to improve educational outcomes for disadvantaged students and their peers. Uh, and my opponent, of course, is under the brick of teachers' unions, and he opposes school choice. And finally, the economy. I mean, we're seeing incredible growth, and we've done so many great things um, in this past administration, um, our GDP is 4.1, unemployment is at record lows, well, 3.9, which is uh, percent, which is huge. And, you know, that, that speaks to the, to the fact that we have so many new jobs. Um, and, you know, I believe that we need to promote less burdensome and demotivating taxation and regulation. And in New York, this is a particular pain point because people are fleeing the state, um, the taxes are way too high. You know, I, w- I want to be an advocate to lower tax burden, to work with the majority leadership to do that. And, and of course, I, there are things that we can do on a federal level to change the tax code in a structural way that will make more sense and lower the tax burden for New Yorkers. And, you know, one point I talk a lot about is removing the housing rent expense from taxable income. So you are a millennial who's running for Congress and uh, making a name for yourself, and yet you sound very different, not just an ideology, but the way you present yourself from another millennial female who's running for Congress in New York, that being Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You, you come across a little more knowledgeable. Thank you. Thank you. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Why, why, how come there's so many millennials and younger people that are just, in, well, and older people that are infatuated with her? I mean, aside from her failed ideas and values, Naomi, she really does not seem to know very much about the issues and things that she's speechifying about. Right. Well, I think there's a couple things going on. I mean, first of all, as a general thing, young people always tend to be more 
liberal and they get more conservative as they get older. Um, I happen to, I think I, I skipped that stage because my parents <laughs> experienced communism. Mm. Um, so, you know, from a young age, I've, I've understood the dangers of socialism. Um, you know, they fled the Soviet regime in the seventies. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, you know, one thing that's going on. And then of course, you know, we have a culture on college campuses, which is promoting a lot of these ideas and it's very unfortunate. And I think, uh, you know, as conservatives, we need to do a better job telling the stories of entrepreneurship, which are very inspiring. And I think young people will like that. Um, you know, and she is, yeah, she's kind of a reflection of this trend that's happening in my generation. Yeah. Sad trend, but yeah. I, I, I would be fascinated to um, to see you communicate with people in the district, uh, to, to just hear you speak with people and win them over. Because I think... I think you're right. I think there's a time, this is a good time to start winning people over if you know what you're talking about and you could sit down and actually have a conversation with people who may not traditionally support a candidacy like yours where they're like, okay, yeah, I think I think it is time to try some different things. Right. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm out on the street every single day talking to people. That's what I'll be doing till November. My message is being heard and, you know, hopefully I, I gain more and more momentum. Yeah, hopefully. Well, let us know what we could do to help out along the way. Uh, Where could people find out more about you, maybe donate to your candidacy? I appreciate that. Yeah, you can go to NaomiForCongress.com and, you know, any help and support would be greatly appreciated. Okay, it's NaomiForCongress.com. We'll go ahead and post that on our social media and link to yours as well, okay? Great. All right, Naomi, thanks so much. Keep us posted on how it's going, all right? I will. Take care. Thanks Have a great day. Me. It's Naomi Levin running for Congress, New York's 10th Congressional District, Upper West Side of Manhattan. NaomiForCongress.com. It looks like her Twitter is Naomi Levin in NY. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson. I want to tell you about another show that I think you're going to like. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us talking about news stories that we think are important and why those stories matter to you. The News and Why It Matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.